God brings triumph in the middle of suffering by our living in the power of a promise. You already have within you the victory over all the wars being fought against Israel and against your own life. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus's words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, The message that God has been forging in me for the past three years is that He brings victory in the middle of suffering rather than my demanding the end of all suffering by faith. It's about living in the power of a promise, the promise of God. You already have within you the victory over all the battles you see being fought against Israel and around the world and against your own life. It's about learning to live in peace in the storm, joy in poverty, strength in weakness, and hope in the daily places of despair. Encounters with our God-given new life lie at the heart of learning how to live in peace as the world is being shaken. Jesus would say, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now I've seen this man many times. Perhaps you've seen him too. I see a man walking out of his hut in the desert as the sun is near to finding the horizon. No phone support, no transportation, no insurance, and no strength left. He's like the woman whose son was collecting enough sticks for the last fire to cook a meal and then die. But he's not that person. He's not without resources. I see him walk through the dust towards a small rock pile, alone. His family is only a memory. All he owns could be put in a lunchbox. As he gets close to his destination, you look into his face and you're stunned. There's no sadness in his eyes, no frown, no chip on his shoulder from losing what opportunities or friends and finances that he had. His eyes are moist, but you almost see a smile, but it's more of a look of, well, wait a moment, is that peace? His countenance is like the father whose children have just moved into their dream home and they're about to celebrate. It's the look that would fit on the face of the man in his tuxedo, content that the valet has secured his Ferrari. He's rich, yet he has the look of the servant who's just been commended by the king. Humble, but satisfied. What does this man know? If only I had what he has. 
What's the secret? This man is not thirsting. He wears rags, but his face says riches. When he arrives at the rock pile, you see that it's a well, and he's letting down his empty vessel. As he drinks deeply, again and again, you note that he doesn't want to leave. As he lets the water fill him, something beams across his face. Have you ever seen what love looks like on a man's face? He's thinking about his children, his neighbors, and his nation. He loves them, and it shows as he resonates with life's love. It's in the place of refreshment that he prays, and he knows he's heard. Within his soul, he knows he wouldn't be surprised if what he is experiencing on the inside became visible on the outside to you. You'd see the rich man shrouded in brilliant light. Heaven's banister would see angels and saints looking down in happiness, knowing that he is feeling what they feel in heaven. He has again, this night, tapped into the life of power and love from above, the power of a promise. He's not thirsty. Seemingly alone in this desert place, he's already home. That's what I see when I think of this river of life in this fading place called earth. The battles of Israel over the last few weeks and the last many months, or Thousands of years carry with them a very personal message that strikes at the heartache that every person will feel. Let me explain. The reality of Jesus' words of life was that when he spoke, people got stirred up. The gospel simply creates issues for this world system. I personally experience that hostility every day. This is the setting in which Jesus sets forth a rather famous passage. Are you thirsty for living water? Believe in me. The Holy Spirit will give you the experience of life. Life for you will not be a daily struggle for happiness and purpose or value and power. Jesus' words were penned in a time of great upheaval. The Romans ruled the land of Israel with an iron fist— the religious leaders were hypocrites. Hopelessness ruled the day. People would have to travel, some of them for days on foot, to their birthplace so they could be counted and identified for tax purposes. The land itself was overrun by foreigners. Health care was a joke. Life was a chance. Jesus would say, Give unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. In other words, you may give your labor and your body to the government, but give your heart to God. Don't let the things that are Caesar's rule the things that belong to God. Find the river of life whereby you will never thirst again. You're upset with the world? At its core, that's thirst. You're not getting your way in politics and it's messing with your countenance? That's thirst. You don't know what to do and you're worried about the future. 
You're frustrated maybe with work and pandemics and socialism and racist agendas and jobs. That's thirst. Find the river of life. All the worldly elements are unfaithful dispensers of life and peace. Learn to let battles press you into life. That's what God is after in 2023. That's why he's bringing America to its knees. The river of life inside of us is the same river described in Revelation 22 as a river that will heal the nations. That's what's inside of you. Zechariah describes it as a river that shall one day flow from Jerusalem towards the land around from where Jesus will rule the earth. That river that you have inside of you is the earnest of your inheritance, even that Abraham received as his promise to inherit the earth. What's inside of you is the impetus, the life, the hope, and the reality of the goal of the battles that you see happening around you today. Globalists working today for a new world order don't realize that you and I carry within us the promise and the power of the end result. God's just letting them loose so that the power of Christ in us can overcome the world. The world. While the world sours in its evil and it's literally being cooked in its own juices with all its corruption, you quietly carry within you the power of the day of the Lord. Ezekiel says, everything shall live wherever the river comes. Zechariah says, and it shall be in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. Jesus said, He shall send the promise of the Father upon you, and you shall receive power. Now, the Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. The promise of Abraham is to inherit the world. This river of life that you have inside of you is the other side of the coin of what's causing all the turmoil in the world. You see this at its very roots in the divide between Isaac and Ishmael between the Jews and what Hamas has come to represent. Isaac symbolized living by the promise of God and by faith. Ishmael symbolized living by striving and the religions of men. Paul made it clear that it is the difference between human effort to find God through the Old Testament law or by the power of the promise, which is the ministry of the Spirit through faith. That battle is one you've carried all of your Christian life. Even the differences between law and grace, between the religious efforts of men and that of faith alone. This world doesn't want to give itself up to people of faith, but it's going to. The Holy Spirit inside of you is the assurance of victory over all the corruption, war, deception, and misery you see in this world today. You carry the secret weapon of eternity. You have within you the very force that has already defeated the darkness that is rising up all around you. When it seems like I just can't go on, know this. Everyone who believes in Jesus can say, I have a river, a river of living water flowing up on the inside of me. 
When my heart seems like it's going to give out for fear or stress or disease, I have the life of the risen Christ inside of me. When I'm despairing of my quality of life that seems gone, I have a resurrection of life bubbling up within by the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. When all my symptoms say my strength is gone, the river that I have within is the same one that flows from before his throne. When I'm feeling the sorrows of no longer being able to step out into the world like I used to, there's a river that flows from God above where the healing of the nations is within my soul. It is the promise of God, and it is the earnest of the inheritance of Abraham, the very heart of the gospel of faith that stands at the ready on the opposite side of the rising battles of Israel and Ishmael. I have the victory that this world is in a terrible battle over right now. While men posture to destroy Israel and the Jews, and nations align themselves for or against, and while all signs are pointing to the battle to end all battles, we can say, I already have the victory of that day in the promise of the Holy Spirit and of eternal life. Christians ought not lose sight of their victory and remain in places of contempt over the enemies of the nations, but rather love them by the power of God. So when I start getting disturbed over the political corruption and the divisions of our nation, when the media ramps up its agenda, when threats of food and money catastrophes mount, and when educational arenas become battlegrounds, I rest myself in the settled fact that I already am drawing life's eternal victories over all of these battles. I already have victory over death itself. So why would I be distraught over anything else? You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. You already have within you the victory over all the battles you see being fought against Israel and around the world. Globalists working today for a new world order don't realize that you and I carry within us the promise and the power of the end result. Find the river of life whereby you will never thirst again. <laughs>